Welcome to Tangents. I'm Susan Farley, Project Manager with McLaughlin Research Corporation, and I support the Public Affairs Office at Newark Division Newport. June is Pride Month, and Tangents is doing a special series to celebrate. Vima Manfredo is Division Newport's Special Emphasis Program Manager for LGBTQ A, and she has taken over as host. She's assembled a wonderful lineup of guests, and this episode features Lieutenant Colonel Bree Fram. Lieutenant Colonel Fram is an active duty astronautical engineer or rocket scientist in the Air Force and president of SPARTA, an organization that advocates and educates about transgender military service and is dedicated to the support and professional development of more than 1,100 transgendered service members. Have a listen. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, I am currently a Lieutenant Colonel in the United States Air Force for a few more weeks, hopefully, before the Senate approves my transfer over to the Space Force. So kind of an exciting time to be moving to a new service and getting an opportunity to do some real cool things at the beginning of a service. Um, I'm currently a student here at the Naval War College in Newport, Rhode Island, graduating in just two weeks before heading to the Pentagon. And uh, I've worked most of my career as a, an astronautical engineer working on space programs. Um, but why am I here today? Well, it's because I'm the senior ranking out transgender officer within the Department of Defense. Um, and I represent an organization as the president of SPARTA, which is uh, an advocacy, education, and peer support group for over 1,200 transgender service members. Well, that's a big group. That, that's a big group. And your history with the military is amazing. Um, you're basically a rocket scientist. Yeah, you know, though, I've really only got to do that rocket science a, a few times. We, we let our pretty junior folks do it. But I'm basically <laughs> a, a program manager, but it's been amazing to work on so many cool space programs throughout the years. That is so amazing. So we, we're, you were talking about supporting our transgender troops. So can you talk to us a little bit more about your involvement with the LGBT community? Yeah, most of my, my work, as mentioned, is, is through SPARTA, this, this organization, where we have done both advocacy efforts, both behind the scenes within DOD and externally to Congress, to, to lawmakers, and, and many other people about you know, why does transgender service matter? Why should we have open transgender service? So a big piece of what we do is that policy work of what does it mean for people? Does, is it normal to have transgender people serve? Can they do it? And basically just being explainers and highlighting the amazing things that our thousands of transgender troops do every day. But another big piece of that is to provide support for our, our troops to navigate those policies because it's challenging. And so many times a transgender person that comes out in the military, they're going to be the first in their unit, the first at their base, whatever the case is. And everyone's kind of trying to figure it out as we go along, even though policy does exist. So our organization and our peer support network exists to provide people that kind of backstop of resources so that they can understand and they can be the expert uh, even though they might not have to or they shouldn't have to in many cases. Right. And in, in your point of view, 
why is it so important to provide this support to our transgender to groups and provide this guidance to, to them? Well, we're in an era now of, of great power competition. And what that means, we need to be able to harness all the amazing things that this country has to offer. And that includes a diverse set of minds and talents. And if those amazing minds that may revolutionize the way we are going to fight wars in cyberspace, in space, or on any other battlefield just happen to be in a trans body, we should want them in our military for their willingness to serve and what they can bring to the fight. Uh, and that's really what we're talking about is getting those perspectives, getting those talents, and being able to integrate that into the whole because we're all here for the same reason. We are all here to protect and defend this nation. Uh, and we should welcome anyone who wants to be able to do that. So last year, I uh, interviewed Vima for a podcast. And we talked about, I don't know if you remember this, Vima, we talked about yeah. you know inclusion and the, por- and the importance of having inclusion in the workplace and having special emphasis programs. And her answer just sort of, like stopped me dead in my tracks. I said, you know, why is it important to have this? Like, what are you getting out of this? And she, her answer was, well, it helps you feel less lonely. And I don't know if you remember telling me that. Yeah. And it just, it just like, just stopped me because I think that we don't realize that, that people are feeling isolated and alone without those groups. Is that something that has been a part of your experience as well? Yeah. Having those others out there or knowing where to go to connect, where to find stories, and to see possibilities. I think that's one of the biggest advantages of having visibility or having someone to connect to and say, you know what? They did it. That person accomplished this or that. And I can too. So I really think having people out there and bringing that inclusive environment in really just opens the world up to an amazing amount of possibilities uh, for future development. Absolutely. Seeing yourself reflected in the people that you admire and that you look up to, those does a lot of positive reinforcement in your mind of like what your actual potential and capabilities are because you can see people that are like you that went through your same life path or a very similar life path and you see how much they have accomplished it gives you that sense of if they can do it i can do it too yeah and it's not even just about us it's not just about the trans folks it's not just about the lgb folks or or anyone else our flourishing is reflected in the unit and then everyone else around us it doesn't just make an individual feel better it makes the unit better the organization better Uh, so it really does affect everybody what does pride month mean to you a pride for me really is it's just that extra opportunity for the visibility that we just talked about it's that chance where the people that may never have seen someone that represents them or looks like them uh, in any way have a myriad of ways to see and understand and and notice uh, that those possibilities are there for them as well. So pride is is just another opportunity to get our stories out there and to make sure we're connecting on a human level. What do you hope that the NAVSI workforce or the, the Navy workforce, what do you hope they get out of Pride Month activities? 
really it is just about that exposure. It's not just for those people that might be in the closet today or that might be concerned or wrestling with questions of identity to see and value the contributions, but it's for everyone. It's for everyone to recognize what that diverse team brings to the fight. And Pride Month is just one of, of all these heritage months that are so important to recognizing the contributions of our diverse workforce and making sure the message of inclusion is out there because diversity is not enough. You have to have inclusion along with it. And the great metaphor is that diversity is like inviting a bunch of people to the dance. Inclusion is actually asking someone to dance. And having that inclusive environment as part of Pride Month, as part of every month, is so important to show not only the individuals that have been invited, but the entire workforce, how valuable they all are to the mission of the organization. And to me, that's an incredible representative aspect of what we need to do to allow us all to reach our full potential. Great, thank you. That's a beautiful analogy, thank you. Could I ask, what are some of your favorite Pride Month celebrations? Any, any events that you really look forward to? Depends on where and when I am. You know, COVID certainly has caused some challenges, but I will just say my favorite Pride Month memory is going to the parade in Washington, D.C. about five years ago. And I was lucky enough to, to march in the parade with, with Sparta and some other uh, LGBT military groups and just seeing the throng of humanity lining the streets that was so happy to be who they were, to be out and to celebrate, and just the joy on everyone's face was a memory I will treasure forever for that opportunity just to be in that moment where that joy washes over you. Fima's nodding. I she am agrees. nodding along, and I actually have goosebumps because my favorite memory is pretty similar. Um, the only difference is the year. Um, about three years ago, I was in D.C., and I was able to march in the parade as well. And I had that sad feeling of that overwhelming joy from the parade marchers and everybody lining in the street, living their life to their fullest and loving unapologetically that it, it was so overwhelming. And I still get goosebumps to this day because of that experience. So I'm, I'm so glad that somebody else has that same feeling. Yeah, it was incredible. So I want to kind of talk a little bit more about you in particular. Can you can you tell me about what made you decide to join the military? Yeah, so I graduated college in uh, the early summer of 2001, and I was looking for civilian jobs. Uh, I had applied to, to several as, as a junior engineer. And they just weren't resonating with me as something that I could really latch on to. But as I was waiting to hear back from an interview, uh, the attacks of September 11th occurred, and it absolutely changed my life. Uh, I wanted to give back. I wanted to be part of something larger than myself. And the weekend after the attack, I was driving from the Twin Cities in Minnesota up to sea. Uh, the woman that would later become my wife, and I'm driving down the interstate, and there's an American flag hanging from an overpass. And I broke down in tears on that drive. I could barely see it. 
Luckily, I'd done the drive so many times, I was able to get there almost on autopilot. And when um, my girlfriend opened the door, I said, I'm going to join the Air Force. And then we just hugged and cried for a while. Um, and ever since, uh, it's been my life and my honor to serve. Okay, so I have to ask about Space Force. What made you decide to head in that direction? Because that sounds pretty cool. I have been a space nerd almost my entire life. (laughs) And I have degrees in aerospace engineering and astronautical engineering. So we won't need too many more of those in in the Air Force these days. So it kind of made perfect sense. But I'll go back to a a story that when I was growing up as as a little kid, I, I wanted to be a paleontologist and study dinosaurs. And it's really neat that my daughter wants to do the same uh, today. But when I was about nine or 10 years old, a friend of mine kind of forced me to watch an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation with him. And from that moment on, I wanted to be Geordi. I wanted to make the warp engines go uh, and be on this forefront of exploration and doing all these cool things. And I've come close to living that dream. What I didn't get is that I had the wrong inspiration. And really who I turned out to be was Jed Piazak. Uh, And, you know, it's kind of interesting how dreams can change, but they stay the same in some ways. And as nerdy as I was, this opportunity to be in the Space Force, uh, to work on amazing programs that allow us to do so many things that affect how we fight on the battlefield and how we secure ourselves at home. Um, What an adventure, what an opportunity. I wish you the best of luck with that. That's so exciting. I would love to uh, catch up with you in a year or so to see where you're at with that. And I think a lot of people would want to know as well. Well, I would be happy to come back sometime. Awesome. Awesome. So, Bree, do you have any last um, advice or messages for our listeners? Yeah, the concept... I'd love to get across is especially for the, the senior folks out there, for, for the supervisors that may have someone come to you and say that they're trans. They, they haven't been out before. This is their first uh, time to engage the workforce and, and look towards their future. What I encourage you to do is see that as an opportunity. Imagine it was a sailor or a, a civilian coming to you with some other developmental opportunity, like the chance to take a class, to go get a degree, or something else that's gonna make them a more effective part of the unit. Embrace it. See it as it is for that kind of opportunity, where out of it, they are gonna be a better, happier, more productive member of the team. No matter how good they were before, they've got the potential to be better. And if you embrace and support them through that, your unit is going to be better for it. Everyone is going to benefit, and that's really what we all should be looking for because it leads to enhanced mission performance. That's great. Thank you so much. That is a great advice. Thank you. And I just want to thank you for taking the time to talk to all of us. Uh, I wish you the best with Air Force and with um, Space Force afterwards. I'm sure you're going to break all the molds and go to space and be the next generation. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. I, I look forward to the opportunities that are out there. And if I can't uh, get to space, 
uh, through the military. I'll buy a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to follow up with you. So uh, expect to hear from uh, me and Vima in a year or so. I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, finding out where you are in your career. Uh, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for listening to this special episode of Tangents. You can find this episode and the other Pride Month episodes on the Tangents Wiki and follow us on Fusion hashtag Tangents.